You are listening to Super Yacht Radio. Dan ga ik hem wel op record zetten. Ik heb een keer gehad en deed ik een interview. Was het niet opgenomen. Oh, <laughs> dat is ook vervelend. Vreselijk. Ja. Dat doet het in Engels. Het ja. is voor Super Yacht Radio. Hi, this is Marieke Derks of the Superyacht Services Group. I am at Bed Strait this week and I'm sitting here together with uh, Farouk Nefsi. He is the more than the marketing man- manager of Fetchip. Hi Farouk, how are you? Hi, good to meet you and yes. thank you for inviting, uh, inviting us. Okay. And, and what, what is your official title? My official title is Marketing and Brand Director yes. of the Fetchup Group. Yes, okay. Uh, that means I, um, I'm, I'm at the position where I can spend money. That's a, that's a nice way to, uh, to work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but also um, setting uh, and helping with the strategy, strategic focus for Fetchup, yeah. um, aligning ourselves with what's happening in the market. Okay, and Farouk, I, I meet you in all sorts of places. You travel a lot, huh? We meet you in Thailand and in Singapore. And <laughs> well, the nature of our business is that we have a global reach. We have clients everywhere in the world. And um, the most inspiring clients uh, uh, have their way of finding us. And that brings us also in places that, of course, are, are sometimes beyond imagination. Yeah. Um, which is beautiful. Yeah. That's ba- yeah. basically the, the, um, what I like most about this, uh, this beautiful industry. Yeah, yeah. I think the first time we met was at one of the Superyard Rendezvous in, yes, in, in Phuket. Phuket. Yes. And Fetchip has been supporting that for a long time. Yes, we have uh, actually, we started it um, in those days, partnering with a, uh, uh, a, a company based in, in, in Thailand, in Phuket. And um, we set that up because what was it 15 years ago mm-hmm. we we had the idea of, of reaching out to the Asian market um, just to showcase the uh, some life, lifestyle components yeah. of what the yachting landscape has to offer yeah. and um, and slowly but surely we we, well, we now are serving quite a number of clients we already delivered yachts to the region even to mainland, mainland uh, China uh, but Hong Kong, Singapore, um, and, and, and the broader Asian region, yes. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, all that investment and, and <laughs> has paid off, you know, in a sense. Yes, well, we, 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 it is imperative to our industry to really um, seek for those individuals worldwide. In a way, it's also paying tribute to, to different cultures in different regions also to understand better what international trade has, has, has in itself to enable yourself um, being courteous to different cultures. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't experience that, yeah. the ability to really uh, be, be familiar with the do's and the don'ts, um, that's, that's I think also a great, great aspect of this journey yeah. of reaching, to the right, reaching out to the right people. Yeah, because your the your clients come from from all around the world. Yes, yes. they are. Yeah, and Fetchip is based in the Netherlands and Metz Trade. It's also held in Amsterdam yes. for the thirty second time, I think, today. <laughs> Already. Well, you have the yeah. numbers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I, I guess it is. And, yeah. and this is quite awkward actually because I used to, I used to organize Mets trade. Did you? Yes. For I... before. I, I joined Hiswag okay. before Fetchip. Yeah. I um, used to work for Amsterdam Rye for six and a half years. Okay. Of which three and a half years I've been organizing Mets. Mets. So okay, I'm well, quite familiar with this. With the, you're, you're at home. I'm at home yes. and it feels like home. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's a really nice group uh, organizing here. And this morning, your uh, director, Henk de Vries. Yeah, the CEO of, uh, of, of, of uh, the company. Fetchip, yeah. yeah. He uh, he opened Matt's trade with a keynote, yes. in which he made quite some remarkable uh, statements. Um, the focus this morning was about transformation yes. and sustainability. And the thing he said that uh, Fetchip is uh, aiming at producing zero emission yachts by 2025. Yes. Well, Henk... Henk uh, is is um, he he sets the bar? Mm-hmm. He sets uh, the benchmark as, in in a way that is uh, that facilitates the company to grow into a certain path. Mm-hmm. So what we what we know is um, I will try to describe that in a in the in the in a way that that I think everybody would understand. So we are all very product oriented because we look at the yachts and we describe mm-hmm. them as sustainable or not. Um, I, I first would like to say that we, as an industry, we have we still have a long way to go. If you look at the automotive and, and many other industries that are doing their fair share of being more ecological, ecologically friendly, mm-hmm. be more um, sustainable, if you will. Um, so Fetchip um, has not created a shop window for itself in that sense yet we are not very bombastic in what we have achieved already mm-hmm. because we wanted to uh, showcase first and prove that we are able to deliver so in the meantime already since 2006 Fetchip has been uh, promoting and presenting future concepts to the world yes, because the first hybrid was built in 2006 uh, no, we already in that time okay. started implementing sustainable elements to it. And okay. it doesn't only mm-hmm. relate to propulsion technology, because you're, that's what you're referring to. Yeah. So the emission doesn't only come from there. Yeah. It's the, consu- the consumption of energy in, in the total um, context of the yacht yeah. that makes uh, yachts sustainable or not. So the first baby steps were, how do you reuse uh, um, uh, waste heat to warm up the pool, for instance? How do you work with uh, managing the yacht Mm -hmm. in not always having the air conditioning on when there's nobody on board? So turn off the guest cabins, the air conditioning there, because it's less, it consumes less. Uh, How do we deal with using other forms of uh, creating energy? So fuel cell, Solar, pa- solar panels, uh, LNG, mm-hmm. um, electricity, so Hank was talking about electric drive, but also hydrogen. All of those are part of Fetchip's quest to deliver. And we actually have delivered. Mm-hmm. So Savannah, 84 meter uh, uh, Fetchip, has, was one of the most prominent examples of hybrid uh, propulsion technology. Uh, combined together with a um, with with a propulsion form that mm-hmm. saves up to thirty 
uh, percent of fuel consumption. Yeah. But everybody looks at Savannah. But after that, uh, we we have uh, delivered several yachts that are way more uh, uh, sustainable advanced, yeah. and advanced than than Savannah. Um, why didn't we come forward with all these beautiful examples? Is simply because we wanted to build the most eco-friendly shipyard in the world, which we just have delivered. The new one. The new one in Amsterdam, yeah. and and we're also set uh, setting up another big shed in uh, in Macum, mm-hmm. uh, which is the next phase that we are uh, that okay. we are uh, trying to make that difference. We think that the buildings, the process, and the product are all part of that sustainability thinking. Because if the mindset in the company is rot- not there where it should be, you cannot easily uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, create your own shop window for that. Yeah, because sustainability is is many many aspects. And you have to follow all the way through to the source, like yes. where you get the teak from. And where you get the teak. So we're actually yeah. working on on finding a, a, a uh, an alternative for teak. Yes, that's also a path that we're looking into. Yeah. But you can yeah. already make the necessary baby steps in making sure that you choose the right teak, mm-hmm. certified, coming from um, managed uh, areas that you could at least mm-hmm. make your contribution already there. Yeah. And the next yeah. step is finding the alternatives. Yeah. And and where 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 we have already imp- implemented that. For instance, on Aquarius, we have implemented, we have built in mm-hmm. alternative teak. Uh, alternative floors not using teak. Would you so say that that as a yard your thinking goes further than what owners require or ask for? Um, I know that Hank made a very bold statement in that. Um, so our clients, because we build pure custom, mm-hmm. we simply depend also on our clients whether they are they are willing to go the the full mile. Mm-hmm. Um, and some uh, do and some don't. Yeah. The thing is that uh, as a company, we want to be able to, to, to offer and, and basically um, drive the choice of being more sustainable. So we offer solutions. And mm-hmm. when you're in that level of co-creation, we try to inspire, we try to showcase the possibilities uh, on, on, on many levels of how to be more sustainable. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and but owners usually come with consultants, they come with a captain. How how do you reach those, for instance, the captains, if they need to, if they, for instance, thinking about working with nitrogen, yeah. it's a whole different ballgame. Yes, definitely. And we <laughs> and we picked that, we picked yeah. up that, uh, that glove mm-hmm. and, and we're actually as Henk already mentioned, we are executing a program that that is investigating that for uh, our current order book. Yeah. How do you do? You educate captains, or do you? Yes, we have a full or program. Or influences around the owner. The, the, how it works is the following. So, being the company, the type of company that we are, we are a leader firm, and we take it upon ourselves to showcase. And 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 and, and uh, examine the possibilities mm-hmm. of being more sustainable. So we have, I think, one of the few companies we are, we simply have a task force that has in its task to actually R and D on sustainability. Mm-hmm. So we have many topics that are being uh, investigated at the moment and implemented, mm-hmm. and we have so many examples 
of heat generating glass up to um, optimizing air conditioning, use of air conditioning, um, making sure that um, uh, loss of heat is minimized, um, using hybrid technology, using all forms of, many forms of um, uh, fuel consumption. Um, and I just named a few from LNG to hydrogen to mm-hmm. uh, electric uh, um, uh, hybrid technology and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. So all of those are all being taken into perspective at the moment and we are actually literally doing that. So I think the proof of the pudding is always in the eating and we didn't want to become this company that is actually greenwashing mm-hmm. before you can actually showcase what you have already done. So now, after delivering our Amsterdam yard, after having delivered so many yachts that have an element of sustainability, and again, we have still have a long way to go, and that's the honest story, we simply are taking the extra mile and we are investing heavily in making new technology possible for this industry, just to make sure that we exist in the future. Yeah, because, because then clients will ask for it. Yes. Or then regulations will. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and and, and is, is Fedship leading? Would you say? I, I think there are a few companies that are that are absolutely there at the forefront also. Mm-hmm. But I I uh, can only speak for Fedship is that we have seriously uh, uh, taking the necessary steps in creating a task force, investing in new technology, literally working with all the knowledge institutes around us uh, to come up with bright ideas and to not only invent the wheel again, mm-hmm. but also looking further to use existing technology and bring that and, 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 and transform that into being usable for our industry. Yeah. Yeah. So we are scoping the landscape and I think we are at the forefront in that sense. As one of the companies that is taking the lead, yes. Yeah, and you were at the forefront of uh, founding the Water Revolution Foundation last year? Yes, well, Henk was um, the, the, uh, one of the founding fathers for the Water Revolution, involving also a mm-hmm. lot of other competitors that see the necessity to really yeah. create this platform to, to do better as an industry. Yeah, because that includes Lurson and, and other includes, yards. And uh, yes, yeah. Ocean Co, Lurson yeah. and, and, and many others. But an interesting challenge to see how much you can share and how much you need to keep. Yes, because there is a... <laughs> to have a, your competitive advantage. Yes, we, we need to secure our competitiveness. Yeah. Uh, and again, this is just a platform to... So Hank mentioned Yeti, which is the Yacht uh, Yacht Environmental Transparency Index, which is a tooling Mm -hmm. of how to uh, create better awareness of how polluting or how sustainable a yacht is. Yeah, yeah. So it would be like a mark. So you could see... Yes. When you buy a refrigerator, you have this, you know, red to green labels, indicators of, of, of how... Uh, energy compu- yeah. compu- consuming yeah. a, well if you can work towards such a system yeah. then it becomes a competitive element to uh, to the state of company that you're it's a kind of certification it's a of form of certification absolutely yeah. Yeah. and and it's a it's a movement if you will if you can create that as an industry yeah. and that says nothing but we're trying to to create the status quo to you know continue from there yeah. to make things better when do you think that will be, re- be will exist? 
my my belief is that at the moment the topic is being discussed here we already have a few uh, fora that we have organized within FedChip with 110 uh, specialists in the mm -hmm. whole company to talk about sustainability so the level of awareness in the industry is there yeah. it's just that the technology is lagging behind to really pick up on it and who is going to be the first one to create that yeah. Yeah. so I think FedChip is already there to try to make that difference simply because of the type of company we are yeah. and we're now proud to say okay we have made baby steps and they, the steps could be, be bigger and, mm -hmm. and even better but I think the curve of, of doing better is, is so accelerating yeah. that we are uh, moving fast forward and I think over five in five years' time, the whole landscape of superyachts will be totally different. Well, it will also offer transparency to buyers and, and users. Yes. And then the industry maybe will be first forced to adopt it, but also will want to be part of it. Look, I think the big difference uh, between... We are in a business-to-consumer market. Mm -hmm. The object of the desire that we are producing they are all based on emotion on leisure on a reflection of uh, a luxury lifestyle I think in the future and I think this is very important the only ingredient that we need to add is purpose if you combine it to sustainability if you are able to combine purpose mm -hmm. with the level of sustainability I think then we're there we have a totally different discussion that's true because then the whole fleet could yeah. be an addition to making the world a little bit better yeah. to making the oceans a little bit better and and could you explain what kind of purposes you have in mind well it's not what I have in mind this is just my view my personal mm -hmm. view of how we need to evolve um, so, so if you look at, um, uh, people talk about the pollution of the ocean. Mm -hmm. All the plastics that are in the water at the moment, they are 99% land-based plastics that have been forced into, forced the, into the ocean yeah. by storms and wind and, and so on. Uh -huh. um, so, so there are so many initiatives and, and so many NGOs that are focused on cleaning and, and making um, um, the necessary steps to, to, to solve that. Yachts might be able to help out yeah. part of that. Mm -hmm. and, and by um, examples of, of, of making yachts a laboratory for testing, by making maybe yachts, yeah. a, 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 um, making them able to to help clean the oceans i don't know we haven't invented that wheel yet mm -hmm. we need to get to being sustainable first yeah, yeah. as 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 first, for, first in its original yeah. in its original form yeah. uh, and then uh, go beyond that but i think that's the future focus the sessions are starting again yes do you have to no, no, I'm okay. To start again? Okay. No, you can ask we me. We cut this later. So. Uh, okay. So, Farouk, is it a coincidence that all of this is happening in the Netherlands? I think Holland has a natural drive 
simply because we live in a country that is below sea level, sea level, that enforces us to think differently because it's a matter of survival. So I think that ingredient is the driving force between all the institutions in Holland to literally simply address our um, rising seawaters. Uh, and all of those technologies are able to be implemented in also yachts. So the whole innovative thinking, thinking differently, is, is coming forth of our, out of that DNA, I guess. Because we have that relation with the sea. We have that relation with the sea. I think also the Dutch entrepreneurial uh, spirit um, still, uh, so we are uh, a family-based, family-owned company, partly, uh, still, but also um, uh, LVMH uh, invests heavily in family values. And, and both of those shareholders have a long-term vision and they look beyond the short-term wins, if you will. And they are willing to, to make sure that we, we have existence in, in 10 years' time. Mm -hmm. So that simply involves taking things to a professional level and investing in uh, the future change of this industry, appealing to future generations. Yeah. And it's yeah. so obvious, you know? And, and I think it was during the keynote or the interview later, There was also a question about your heritage fleet, mm -hmm. whether they uh, can be refitted to become more sustainable. Is that happening? Yes, we, we just had uh, a, a um, I think it was a 50-year-old um, Fetchip heritage fleet uh, small yacht. It's called Miloke mm -hmm. and it's totally outfitted with electric, 100% electric propulsion. Okay. It was a um, apprentice program, and the apprentices. It was built by by by, by students actually. Farouk, hi, hi, how are you? <laughs> so it was built by students, and um, and it's out there. It's a beautiful yacht. It was successful. And it's totally converted yeah. into being a 100% electric boat. Yesterday, I saw this keynote speech of a company presenting electric yeah. uh, uh, electric boats. All of Amsterdam, have all of Amsterdam is is is, is yeah. sailing electrically. Look at the tourist uh, uh, boats that are out there in the canals. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of them are already electric. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's quite um, strange for me to see that it things are being brought as as being uh, groundbreaking technology mm. while it's already existing in Holland for <laughs> for such yeah. a long time. Yeah. And is Fetchip reaching out to that heritage fleet to to come and refit and yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But but again, it's it's they are owned by people, mm -hmm. and they need to see the need to make that change also, and to have the means of of investing in them in that uh, in that in that way. Yeah. And we have the, the the thing with the heritage fleet is that people have such a passion for the forms and the visual appeal of the yacht. Maybe even that they for want the to sound. preserve them. Maybe even for the sound. <laughs> yes, but if you look at um, some countries, mm -hmm. they want the cars to make noise, even though they are 100% electric, just to make sure that people hear them. That's that's the other thing. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's yeah. a different way of, of going, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, handling yeah. sound. Yeah, and and being in in Holland and you have many owners visit here and the yachts are built here. What? Uh, in your opinion, has Holland to offer for visiting super yachts? 
Well, we, the whole customer journey uh, is part of our DNA. Because mm-hmm. uh, we say it's, a, it's an amazing experience. I will give you an example. To literally feel what is authentic about Holland mm-hmm. as a landscape to build your super yacht in. One time we had a client, and maybe that's the best example. One time we had a client that was, his uh, yacht was getting out of the shed in, at Kaag, going to Rotterdam. And part of that journey, while the yacht is being towed to another destination to Rotterdam, the whole family was cycling alongside the yacht from city to city, uh, terraces, watching the yacht, going through locks and bridges and everything. That whole experience is so unique for them. And, and, And at the same time, it's so Dutch. Yeah, going it's very through. Dutch. It's yeah. very Dutch. Yeah. And, and that link with, with the authenticity of, yeah. of, of being Dutch the way we are. Yeah. So not only our stubbornness, but also our way of appreciating life. Because it's not about luxury. It's all about authenticity. It's all about the, what separates us from the rest. Mm-hmm. And did, did they ask for it or Fetchup suggested no, this we, bicycle ride? These magical moments, they, are, they create, you have to have a certain balance between the level of co-creation mm-hmm. where it's very about the content and about instruments and technology and so on. Yeah. And at the same time, the, the, the lifestyle that comes along with it, yeah, the, the whole experience of going through that process as a client, it has to be mm-hmm. an immaculate, pleasurable one. Yeah. Yeah. So that is that goes hand in hand. And what would you say to captains who may consider convincing their the owners of the yachts to come and visit Holland? What should they do? Well, we have the honor of working with a with professionals, crew and captains, that when they worked on many yachts and eventually they work on a fetch ship, they mm-hmm. literally know the, know the difference. And everybody that is listening now, they know what I'm talking about. It's the level of consideration mm-hmm. that Fetchy put in it, put in its uh, naval architecture to serve the client, but at the same time serve the crew and people that have to work on the boat mm-hmm. with logical thinking, with logical passages, with uh, hospitality in mind, with maintenance in mind. We create environments, engine room, where the chief engineer is simply able to reach each and every possible location on in that engine room to do his maintenance in a proper way and not totally close it down that people so do feel like they don't want to work in that corner anymore because mm. he can't reach anything. Mm. So those logical steps, yeah. that is simply enough for crew to, if they want to convince an owner, yeah. to convince an owner. To buy a fetch it. To buy a fetch ship. <laughs> but my question was to come to Holland. Well, coming to Holland, listen, with, we have with, the most beautiful. The out, if the you are. But what would they oh, do? as a destination? Yes, as a destination. Oh, yeah, well, well now, and you will talk to probably the port of Amsterdam later on. I will, yes. Look, the usual destinations are getting overcrowded. Monaco, Bahamas, uh, Mediter- the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. in, uh, uh, the total of the Mediterranean. So many clients are seeking for a little more adventure, for new landscapes. If you look at Norway, if you come to Amsterdam uh, and, uh, as a destination, the, 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 the enormous um, wealth of recreational but also cultural elements that are in place 
that should be enough to attract people. We have millions of visitors. Yeah. So I'm guessing also for our, our type of clients, we have enough to offer. But not only us, if you go through the whole northern route up to the Scandinavian countries, it's such a beautiful landscape. And there is so much to discover. And I think that change yeah. of setting yeah. is, is what, uh, what should make it possible for people so to come it, here. it's the northern European cruising ground. Yes, definitely. And it's untouched and uncovered, yeah. Undisco- un- yeah. uh, not discovered and, yet. And together it gives a, it gives a multitude of uh, experiences. Absolutely, and there are so many cultures in Europe on its own already mm-hmm. uh, that that it's uh, that it's a, a pure discovery to uh, to go through. Yeah. Going to the fjords in in uh, in, in Norway or, or going to uh, uh, Porto Montenegro, for instance, uh, where where you have beautiful landscapes, it's simply magnificent, and it's really really impressive to see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last question. If captains and crew are coming to Amsterdam and they would have only uh, half half a day ashore, what would you recommend them to do? <laughs> there are two things, and I will take the two extremes. If they are here and they want to have real fun in Amsterdam, come during King's Day. Mm, yes. Then you'll see a totally different Amsterdam with a lot of partying, happy people, and water is a plays a key role in the whole uh, King's Day experience. Okay, so that's that's so one. So King's Day is now when? In somewhere in in April, they May, something it. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a king now. Yes. It's not yes. the queen anymore. I forgot too. Okay. King somewhere uh, king in Willem April. Alexander. Yeah. Um, so the other thing. What I would suggest is yes. if you want to have a real cultural visit, if you want to enrich yourself with historic uh, knowledge, mm-hmm. uh, but also appreciation for art, go to at, uh, to, to either uh, Scheepvaartmuseum, which is, is the maritime uh, museum, yeah. museum, or um, now we have to now play. Also, uh, also maritime or no 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 at Rijksmuseum. Oh, Rijksmuseum. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, so those are the two that I would definitely. And the Rijksmuseum um, is uh, lots of. It's a collection of. Yeah, collection of paintings. Yes. And different and different uh, uh, painters, and different historic figures yes. that yes. have really set the landscape for art uh, in the way the that Fetchup is known for. The Dutch painters. Or uh, Holland is known for. Yes. <laughs> Fetchup too. Well, Fetchup is an art is on it its own anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Talk about uh, yeah. deformation okay. of profession. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Do, do you have anything to add? No, I, I, I hope I, I, I've, I've, I've been able to, um, to, to answer your questions properly. Well, there's one thing. Mm-hmm. I do want to add one thing. Mm-hmm. The problem with, I think, with our industry, that's at least my my belief is that we are there are so many people are presenting so many concepts of 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 what could be and and people should be more worried about can we really achieve that we need to showcase what you can don't only have these little ideas and not do anything showcase idea that's good to inspire but also act on it and implement don't just Don't through. just, you know, um, we call it luchtballonne in yeah. Holland. So, you know, balloons with just air. Air balloons. Yeah. Air balloons. <laughs> um, 
have something solid, something tangible that you can prove mm -hmm. before you start presenting and showcasing, you know, future concepts without meaning. That's true, but you also need to inspire and have vision. Yeah, but having vision is when you execute it and you and you realize it. Yeah. That's what I call vision. Yeah. But just I can also name a hundred of top hundreds of topics that are very far-sighted, that are visionary. Mm -hmm. Maybe we will land and we have a second uh, Earth in on Mars. Yeah. What does that say about me? Am I visionary then? Well, maybe, but I, I won't join you to Mars. No, but, <laughs> but I will but, stay here. <laughs> but, but, but what I'm saying yeah. is, is it's easy to come up with, yeah. you know, um, initiatives to mm -hmm. mention how the world is going to look like yeah, but in the future. Yeah, but sometimes you have to set yourself almost impossible goals and you still get a long way. Yeah, but we, we've been doing that. Yeah. But, but what we did also is set mm -hmm. the benchmark and also acting on getting as close as possible with the technology that we are, that we help to create. Yeah, yeah. Which is a totally different mindset also. Yeah. So we have to watch this space and watch Petship. <laughs> yes, we have to definitely <laughs> follow us yeah. in the near future. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, it's all very promising and uh, we it's hope complex, so. but uh, yes, it's very complex. We hope that you can uh, implement. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. much for your Thank you. From Palma de Mallorca to the global super yacht community, Super Yacht Radio.